Howdy, Jamie. How's it going, Keith Thompson? Uh, it's it's going all right. You can't give away my last name now. Now the people know. Uh, do, well, your 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 Twitter handle kind of nah gives it. I mean, dude, you're the only person with two two ths next to each other. Yeah, it is you unfortunate. Get, you can probably get any username you want on the planet. I should have just gone with thth. I think. Oh, like a that DHH. Should, but yeah, like a, that, that should have been my entire thing is THTH. <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> you know, you remember when DHH's uh, Twitter handle was DH2? I don't know if you I, remember that. I do not remember that. Uh, yeah, he, he paid for whatever. He got DHH. Um, but you could have had TH2. You oh, that's I would, true. I would probably sign up for that. Just in case mm. you want to change that. Yeah, I'll, I'll check Twitter later to see if that's still available. I'm going to say probably not, but you never know. <laughs> uh, so how have your two weeks been? Or would you like me to go with my rather short thing first? Uh, yeah, why don't you go? Because my uh, is also going to be short, but I want to bring something up. So Okay, well, um, I got sick again. What so the hell, dude? there was that. Yeah, I know. I actually went to the doctor because I have gotten sick so many times this year and yet I'm in the best like shape of my life. I eat the best as I've ever eaten. Uh, so I'm really miffed by this. So yeah, that kind of stunk, but that, that was a bummer. And then the problem is, is I sat down at my computer and I was going to do some work. This was like work, work. I wanted to get this thing out, even though I took a sick day and I spilled an entire cup of coffee on the keyboard of my computer. Um, so then that was the same Mac that has all of my coder journey stuff on it. Uh, a lot of it was backed up. All the stuff that was like kind of done, all that was like, had been backed up, but there were a couple things that I was working on that were just on that hard drive and nowhere else. Like I had been working on a very long standing branch that I had not pushed up kind of like the uh, coder journey redesign that I had spent like a week working on. Uh, that was all on there. Um, Wait, was your hard drive done or just your keyboard? Well, so I just turned the Mac off. This was on Friday and I just turned the Mac off Friday of last week. Um, I turned the Mac off and I was like, all right, well, I'm done with that. And then I just like set it up to kind of like ventilate a little bit and got as much coffee off of it as I could when I flipped it over right away. And then we turned it on, uh, come Monday, uh, of this past week and it didn't turn on. And then a little bit later, I was like, maybe the battery's just dead. It's been unplugged for three days. Uh, eventually it did turn on and I quickly got all my stuff off of there. But basically like my whole weekend, which is when I was going to have most of the time was shot because I didn't even have any of the stuff that I had and I wasn't going to start over right then. I was just in a super bad mood and I was still sick. Oh my so, gosh, dude. I am stressed so, out just listening to this. Yeah. Story. So that was a bummer. Um, I have a different Mac now. Like we had a spare at work. Uh, so I'm like my work Mac, Mac uh, ruined with coffee. If I what? remember right. Isn't this your second Mac you ruined with coffee? No. Uh, this is the first time I've ever spilled anything on my really? on a computer. Yeah, seriously. All right. It might it must be another TH squared. I'm yeah, it wasn't of. me. Um but yeah, so I did get my Mac that my wife uses up to speed so I could do some development on it. But then again, besides that, like this entire week's just been like completely swamped with like family obligations and church obligations and had to drive to work every day instead of three days a week. So that added an extra three hours of commute time to my, 
um, to my week. Like, uh, it was just, it was not a very conducive uh, last week and a half between being mm-hmm. sick, disaster, and too many obligations. So I legitimately got basically nothing done. And that's uh, kind of a bummer. That's a bummer. So you were working on the redesign for Coder Journey. Yeah, that's pretty close, actually. I had that almost done, and then I had kind of um, just put it aside for a little bit, and I was working on an article for DigitalOcean uh, for a few days, and I got got that like almost entirely done and then toasted my Mac. Uh, but that that's almost done. I'm going to get that to them on Monday as a thing. But then it'll be polishing up the redesign and then actually focusing on my web app challenge thing, which I haven't worked on in like two weeks. So, yeah, it's been kind of a discouraging last couple of weeks, but I'm hoping uh, things go better over this next couple. Yeah, that stinks. Um, so <clears throat> has it just been like a lack of, I mean, besides for the web app challenge, have you like just didn't want to feel like working on it or has it been kind of involved in the sick sickness? I've been, so what I've done is I've stretched myself too thin. Yeah. In the sense that I have too many things, like active projects going on, all within like the coder journey, you know, umbrella. So I've got a redesign going on. I've got uh, actively trying to like improve the courses that I have, like in terms of like sale and stuff, which I am going to probably move those off of Teachable sooner rather than later. Because I realized the other day when I went in there that they broke the way that I was displaying code in the actual course. So that sucks. Um yeah, so I've got redesign courses, uh, thing for DigitalOcean, which I'm probably not going to do any more of these just because they take up time, and then YouTube stuff, and then also Web App Challenge stuff. So there's just too many things kind of actively going on in addition to the extra stuff that I do outside yeah. of uh, work right. and working on this. So what I was trying to do was I was like, all right, I'm going to sit the Web App Challenge down for a second. And I'm going to knock out all this other crap so that I can come back and just have YouTube and the Web App Challenge as my my two weekly things that I'm kind of working on. Gotcha. And that's still kind of my plan is to try to knock out all the other uh, straggling things that are closer to completion so that I have more bandwidth to focus on my uh, my app. Cool, cool. Uh, so that's your next your, your that's your plan for the next two weeks is to finish up all yep. that stuff and and then get back to the web app. What do you hope to have done with the web app challenge? Or do you hope to have like your redesign launched in the next two weeks? Oh yeah, the redesign should be launched in the next two weeks. And then you'll it's have... pretty close right now. Minus I ran into a few snags with uh the AMP thing. Remember when I was using advanced mobile pages for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh so you can't use forms on an advanced mobile page website. Not easily, anyway. Like, it's it's real weird how this stuff works. So I think I might just scrap that as a concept, like, because it's not going to change my design at all. I just won't have that, like, blazing fast uh, web pages through Google. Um, But, yeah, so that's kind of a drag. So I need to basically fix that. But everything else is going really well. So I'm doing, I'm using a couple new things that I don't think we've ever talked about here. Uh, CSS always makes me mad, like structuring CSS, figuring out where to put it, kind of. Uh, sort of that same problem people have in like Rails apps. They're like, where does this object go if it's not a model and it's not a controller? 
Um, so I tried the BEM style of like CSS architecture. We've used mm-hmm. Smacks in the past, and Smacks is a little overly complicated for my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was using BEM, and it's pretty sweet. Like I styled this thing up pretty quickly just by myself, and I suck at doing CSS. So that was kind of a nice thing. Uh, I should post some pictures of the actual design here pretty soon. It's pretty simple. So yeah, what is what is? Can you inform me of? I've heard of BEM. Uh, so BEM is basically the idea in BEM is that each um, object, you know, each DOM element uh, only really ever has like one or two classes on it. It's not like the concept of like mm-hmm. you're going to mix and match like a billion different classes, which mm-hmm. that gets unwieldy and it makes things inconsistent. Yes. Yes. And the BEM part is stands for block element modifier. And all it is is a way of creating class names that sort of specify what you want. So let's take, for instance, like a card element. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be like a, that's a block level thing because that like a you know dot card the class for card would be the container around it mm-hmm. and then something inside of it say you had a card image uh, that would be dot card uh, under under image and so you use a double underscore to separate the block from the element name and then you have states that then you would separate by a dash dash at the end so if you had like uh, um, what's a good Active. example of this. Active would be one, yeah, so something like that. So active or, like, if you want some special, you know, color for it or something like that, you would do dash dash whatever your modifier state is. And that would be one class that you would then apply to this one thing. And so your card element inside CSS would, like, if you're using SAS, would, like, extend, like, whatever grid system you're using, right? So it would, like, extend a column row thing or... Yeah, well, so I'm using Flexbox, so I'm kind of not really using a grid system. Um and but, that was okay, just yeah, but but that that element would have your flex yes, box stuff. Yes, on it, it, it yeah. contains your flex box stuff. Yeah, yeah, great. So yeah, so you don't put like you know on your card, you don't also put you know <clears throat> flex box whatever in there, you know, and you don't put um, you, you, that's your only CSS class that you have on the actual element is card. Yeah, right? so the yeah. outer element just has card, and then inside I'll have stuff like, oh, this is a card heading, this is card yeah. image, yep. this card content, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I just style those individually, and it's like super easy to wrap your mind around when I you're reading you. the CSS. So then um, where does your card element go in your CSS style sheets? Does it? Do you have like a mo- like? You know, yeah, smacks, so, you have like a module. yeah, so this is where I did take some stuff from Smacks, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to have a modules folder yep. in here that all gets kind of pulled into my main, you know, app.css. So, yep, did like that. It. That I worked like out it. pretty nicely. I'll have to look into that because we're using, we're redesigning something that I'm working on on a, on a client. And uh, like you, I think Smacks is just overkill, which we were using. Um, but we we're also using like, you know, modifier classes in the css which 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 you know in the actual elements which i hate um Mm -hmm. so i like the single class concept yeah it was pretty nice though i'm i'm happy with it nice cool um so i kind of have a similar story to yours (laughs) um i didn't get much done so uh my my goal was to get callback launched Mm mm-hmm and um, get uh, Tatsu the the early stand up kind of out to everybody, uh, and I didn't do either of those. And the reason was um, actually I didn't want to get callback launched. I want to get callback to sign up and the sign in 
uh, oh, okay. done and I didn't get either of those. And I'll explain that in a little bit. But um, one of the reasons is I took on another customer and then another customer that I previously had wanted some more stuff. So I went from one customer to kind of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I took on another customer. Um. I mean, that's that's guaranteed money as a thing, so I could kind of imagine yeah. like that's sort of hard to pass up. Like well, even if like sometimes you know, all my eggs in one basket ever. Um, mm-hmm. But like the customer that I have is, you know, they're not going anywhere. Gotcha. And um, you know, I didn't want to say no to the other customer because there's other opportunities, you know, down the down the line, you know, mm-hmm. other other projects. And, uh, but it's still, it, it messes up the entire availability I have to work on my, my side projects. So I've got one more thing, or I'm in the middle of one thing with them that I'm going to do. And then I, I think I'm going to kind of uh, schedule them farther out, not totally drop them, but say, Hey, I need, you know, a couple months to, to finish this oh, stuff. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, so that that kind of really removed a lot of work, a lot of time that I had with with Tatsu and Callback. Um, callback, uh, it took me a little. So I I moved from React. I tried to use the atrocity that is React. Email side note on that. I'm digging into React and I kind of like it. So I don't understand. We'll, we'll see what happens with this. I don't uh, like. I want somebody to and. I didn't play that, have that much time with it. So I'm probably missing something that the whole rest of the world knows. Um, but anyway, so I, I went back to Ember and I'm loving it. And it took me a little bit of time to get back into testing with Ember and then some of the glimmer stuff I wanted to look into. So, um, yeah, I'm using, um, uh, Ember and I needed a, a way to auth, and I'm using Ember Simple Auth. Of course, all their little authenticators that they have do not match what I want my API to look like. So I had mm. to write my own authenticator, which isn't that big of a deal. The big deal was trying to get testing to, you know, wrap my head around, you know, how how the Ember community does their testing. Again, um, and it's really it's really nothing special. It's just. Uh, it was just me me getting back into JavaScript. Yeah, that's every that's time same. I step away from JavaScript and come back, I feel like I'm like, all right, well, I'm lost. I lost essentially what is like six decades in internet time um, <laughs> since the last time. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah I was like, what do the people? What do people use now nowadays to stub out you know API endpoints? And of course, they they a lot of people still use Pretender, which I love. So I'm using Pretender, and and then some of the examples are you know people are using. Um, Scion and stuff like that. So anyway, um, I pretty much have the sign up almost done. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll have that done today. Uh, so I did do the callback endpoint. Um, sign in should be really, really easy. So I'll have those two things done by next week or next, next time we chat. Um, and then hopefully I'll even have some of the dashboard stuff done um, for callback. And so 
I'll be pretty close to launch. I doubt I'll be launching, um, but I will be pretty close. And then uh, the other, um, on the tattoo side, I want to have uh, more beta testers for the early stand-up. Everybody that's been using it. I only have like six or so customers on it, and they all love it. Mm -hmm. They all have been using the crap out of it. So um, I need to. Have they been running into any problems? No. Uh, Well, there was one bug where, uh, you know, they said they wanted to do it on a couple days later, and it didn't happen. Like, Tetsu didn't um, know that it had the content. And I got to look into that. that was like one isolated incident, you know, and it that seems like an edge case that they're going to do. Well, maybe not if they're going to no, leave it was like a, for I like mean, a weekend. Really nothing like, yeah, I don't know what the, the situation is around it, but I have to look into that. Um, and I need to make the, the default smarter. So right now tattoo just assumes that you want to have it done for today. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like if you've already had a stand up for the day, so it's not going to suggest today. It's you know, and oh, that makes sense. That's a good yeah. quality of life kind of improvement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to ever want them to change what the default is, although they have the ability to. I, I want it to be really quick. So uh, there's a lot of things I can do around what the default means by looking at their schedule, looking at when they previously had stand ups, things like that. Um, so I'm going to improve that. And then get that launched to more people. And then get, uh, you know, and Tetsu's using um, callback uh, for eh, about 50 customers, I think. Nice. So I'm going I'm to I'm expand that as well. And that's been running really, really well. So I haven't had any issues with that. So, Do you run in, have you run into any like peak load time issues? This is something I'm always kind of interested in just because um, I know I that you have a lot of customers that are in the same time zone. And so they all kind of hit it at the same time. Yeah, they're not in the same time zone, but the people that are in, like the time zones themselves, like a lot of people do it around 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. Yeah. So those are like really the peak, whatever that local time is. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't. I haven't. Now, I know there's spikes and stuff. But I really, my Heroku kind of handles all that. So I could improve that. Um, and I really haven't watched out for that for callback. So I mean, if no news, no news is good news in this case, right? Like I'm assuming you would, you would get some sort of notification. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want it to be a surprise later down the road. So that is on my list to look into that and see what I can do. But, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, after we launch type of thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so those those four things I, I'm hoping to have done um, by next time. Nice. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do another codication. Uh, already? Uh, I'm getting uh, so I'm getting really frustrated with the amount of time I've been able to uh, work on Tetsu and callback. Mm-hmm. They're kind of stagnating a little bit. Um which is why I'm frustrated that I picked up another customer for some reason. So mm-hmm. uh, I want some dedicated, there's a bunch of little tiny things I can do in Tatsu. Uh, now the codication, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to stay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm just going to take a week off of client work and spend a lot of time probably away from my family as well. So um, 
so I, I'm looking uh, doing sometime in June uh, doing that. Um, okay. Uh, the one thing I want to talk about though is schedule. Like, I think people and myself would be interested in what like your and I schedule is um, mm-hmm. as far as like you know how we carve out time for these side projects. So I'd be interested in like what your schedule is and like your daily, like what's a day in the life of th squared look like. Okay. So so this is pretty easy since I time box my entire day. Yes. Um, but I wake up at five and then I go through. So like my first hour and stuff is like my dedicated, like not working time, but it's, it's all the like morning routine stuff I do. So like I go through and like I read, I meditate, I, uh, eat breakfast. I try to do a little bit of exercise, like stuff like that in the morning. Um, then like six o'clock hits and that's from six o'clock until about either seven forty-five or eight thirty is when I work on stuff. So that's my dedicated, uh, working on side, uh, project stuff in the morning. And then I go to work, either I have a commute or I have to just like start working and then, you know, work, work, work until five. Uh, and then once I get home, usually eat dinner and then by like six 30, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work for another like hour and a half or so. And then eight o'clock is like my cutoff point where everything, every time, like moment after eight o'clock is dedicated to being with either like hanging out with Kendra or winding down for the night so I can actually sleep decent. Um, yeah, but that's basically my, my thing. Cool. And then what time are you in, what time are you in bed by? Oh dude, I go, I go to sleep at like nine 30. <laughs> i get i get a ton of sleep like i sleep oh, from good. like nine thirty to 5 so um cool and then do you follow that same thing on the weekends or is it a little loosey-goosey on the weekends? um the weekends are a little different so i have uh, every week i have a day of rest so like a day i don't work at all like i would i would get a lot more done in the short term if i didn't do this but i feel like i will get a lot more done in the long term since i do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um if that makes sense. But yeah, so I always have a day off. Um, and that day I can do whatever. Like I, I don't really like script anything. I'll probably do some like yoga or whatever today. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, I'll, I don't do anything that I would consider as work or to be like a burden to myself. But if it's like something I think is really fun, then I'll go off and do it still. So occasionally that still turns into like work stuff. Like I did design research and like sketching for the redesign on my day off one uh, day a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago. And then the other day of the weekend that I actually work on, that's pretty much like I wake up and I just hit it really hard for the day. So I do my same like normal routine stuff and then I would just keep working so I can get almost a full day and depending on how my week breaks down. But like this week I uh, drum on for our church band. So tomorrow I'm going to be at church for five hours in the morning. So but it's like the day I would work. So I'll only have my afternoons to actually work on stuff. Mm-hmm. cool so you work like on that other day on the weekend you work almost like an eight hour day of of but on your side projects right yeah yeah so whatever day is not my day of like resting uh, will be the day that uh any free time i have i work on like side stuff cool and unless i have family obligations which comes up more often than uh than one might expect we uh, we go and visit our family quite a bit yeah yeah, what's yours look like? Yeah, so I'll give you what it looks like, and then I'll give you what I want it to look like. Um, so three days a week, I work out, 
in the mornings, um, like early. So I work out from 5.45 to the class. Like I go to a group um, class, like a boot camp. And nice. that's from like 5.45 to 6.30, but that involves me getting up around 5.15. Um, and those days, it, it's really funny. Those days, it doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I still try to go to bed before midnight. Um, and that, like that's my like cutoff cutoff. Like I really try to be in bed by like 10 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I never miss those, those workout days unless I'm traveling. Nice. So, but the other two days of the week, I also try to get up at five and I, it's so I can work and that barely ever happens. And the reason, so I found that, um, that I'm very productive when in the mornings, Mm-hmm. And I've, I've always been like a night night owl person. So what happens is the days that I work out, I tend to like work late at night because I know the next morning I don't need to get up. Ah, gotcha. And it's really hard for me to get through my head and like, hey, you should just get up at five in the morning. So uh, on those days, I actually get up, you know, on the other days I get up at like seven Mm-hmm. And I just get, I have to get my daughter on the bus and make her breakfast and we eat breakfast together in the morning and stuff like that. No matter if I'm working out or whatever. Yeah. And so then I, I start my, my worky work, uh, with my client work and I work on that until, you know, six or so. And then it's from six to like eight is family time. So my kids and my wife, we do whatever we eat dinner. You know, mm-hmm. we'll go for walks and stuff like that. So, um, and then I work from nine until like ten thirty. So during the week, depending on like what I want, like what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. I, I don't get much time on on the stuff. And also, since I picked up another client, that extra time has been on that client work instead of tattoo. And then on the weekends, I always have a day off, like like you do. And then it's hard for me to, it's sometimes a struggle for me to get work done during the day on the next day. So usually it's Sunday that I, that I work. Mm-hmm. Um, but some days, some Sundays I don't start working until like six and it's just like schedule thing or it's like hard for me to get started in the morning mm-hmm. and then we do family stuff. And then anyway, so I've been trying to carve out make my time like like you're very religious about that and i'm trying to to do that uh as well so um on the days that i don't work out i get started at at five till you know seven thirty or so um so that's that's my schedule uh i'm trying to still convert from being a night owl to to being a morning person but it's it's a struggle man the struggle is real yeah i uh I almost wonder what it would look like if you just didn't work, uh, in your evenings. Like, so hmm. not, you know, cause that might be, that's one thing. Like if you, five hours of sleep is not enough, like mm-hmm. as a thing, most like doctors and sleep experts and stuff. Cause I'm weird and kind of nerdy about this. I look into the stuff. There's a reason I get as much sleep as I get, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's like super detrimental to you mm-hmm. as a whole. Um, so yeah, I almost wonder what it would look like if you just like let yourself wind down at night and not, not worry about working kind of after your like family time stuff. 
Because you might like not need more time. It might just be one of those things where I would be interested to see what your energy looked like and your like of focus and how like productive you might feel if you had a little bit of a different balance in that particular thing. That is another thing. Yeah, for totally like midday, I'm unproductive. Like there will be some days I take two hour lunches because I'll go to lunch and then I'll just chill out after lunch. Like. I'll watch mm-hmm. something stupid on YouTube or, you know, nothing that causes any brain power or, or sometimes I'll just go through email and stuff like that. So that's a good idea. That's what I'm going to do this, these next two weeks is I'll, uh, I'll ensure that I'm at least getting, what, what would you recommend? Six, seven, so what's, seven, what's, yeah. seven and a half is like the recommended. Right. Um, but for some people that's like, oh my God, how could I sleep seven and a half hours? And, <laughs> uh, but, uh, different people function differently, but so it's like somewhere between like seven and nine is kind of the, the range. Okay. And, and if you're, the more stressed you are, the more sleep you kind of need during the time. So if you're ever going through like a super stressful time, like then it's one of those things where like, you know what, I'm going to go to bed at nine and wake up like, like I'm going to get a ton of sleep so that I can get my energy back. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try at least at least seven hours uh, this next two weeks, and I will report back to see how it goes. Awesome. I hope this goes well for you because this is one of those things. Like I slept really poorly for a long time, and now that I'm really religious about like sleeping, meditating, and uh, getting some sort of physical activity in, like I have so much more energy and focus. Yeah, and I also find like when I don't work out, the same is true. So like if I'm traveling. And uh, I don't work out like my energy level mm-hmm. is, is gone. So um, I, I use an app called Productive, which is like uh, it's like Jerry Seinfeld's, uh, you know, write a joke every day and cross it out and you don't break. Oh, the yep. Yep. Um, and it's so refreshing. So I'm productive. You can set it up. So it says like I have to work out three days a week. It doesn't matter what days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Crossing those out in the morning. And I also have a productive thing where I say I have to drink a, a thing of water, uh, every day in the morning, as soon as I wake up and nothing else, you know, and mm-hmm. just crossing those out at the same time. Like when you work out, it's cause you, you know, cause you work out, you drink your water and yep. now you work out. So it's like, you get all these things done and, and it just feels, it feels super, uh, productive. So, yeah, it's um, once you build the the habit, like it's amazing how much. Because then it's one of those things like you build a habit, and then your mind is freed up to do other stuff. So you don't have to think about drinking water anymore; it just happens. Yep, yep. Um, and so I'm going to add getting seven hours of sleep to that. Cool. Well, I uh, will eagerly be waiting the uh, results of this experiment. Hopefully, it works out for you, and you feel like you had a little bit more energy and some time to work on stuff. But cool, man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'll chat with you in a couple weeks. Yep. Talk to you later.